Hey everybody, this is Della Ren. You're listening to Spirituality Unpacked, the show where we understand ourselves and each other better by getting out of our heads and freeing ourselves to live lives we love. Hey folks, it's Della. Welcome to, welcome back to Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well today. Happy Monday. Did you have a good weekend? I hope you did. Um, Today is actually a long weekend here. Um, It is what we call the civic holiday. I don't know. It's just a day in the middle of summer to take a reason to go to the lake. I I have no idea. It's just a thing. So anyway, here we are. It is Monday and we're going to talk about self-love. I have a question for you. Do you love yourself enough to be okay? To allow yourself to be content, happy in your life. Do you love yourself enough to fix all the broken bits and pieces of yourself that you still hang on to? Now, let's get this out of the way. Everybody's whole. Nobody comes in broken. There's nothing to fix. That's true. It is also true that life is a game of bumper cars. And although the car doesn't necessarily start off broken, If it crashes into enough other cars or enough people or enough things, eventually it will have some broken pieces. And it is okay to acknowledge those broken pieces. And it is okay to decide to fix those broken pieces. This concept actually came up for me in my cards the other day and self-love isn't just about what happens when you look at yourself in the mirror right not obviously body image is a huge part of this process okay and I've had my own many battles with body image over over the years and 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 my specific story actually had nothing to do with my my weight it had nothing to do with my curves or lack of them it was actually all about my teeth that is where my body image issues live is in my teeth i had a severe overbite as a kid i was bullied severely because of it there's there's still body image issues there around that. So that's for me where my body image issues are. For you, it might be your weight, it might be your, your shape, it could be all kinds of things, your height, whatever, it could be anything. Everybody has something that they're working through or working on, right? And there's, there's nothing, it, it just is, right? The, the world shows us a, a, an image of what, in my case, a woman should look like, and it is 
not really reasonable or realistic. <laughs> and so we end up with these fictional ideas, right? So that's part of tuning out sort of the outside world and what people are saying, because the, the unrealistic images that we see in the world aren't going to, um, aren't going to be feasible for the majority of us. And so it just creates this, this unrealistic expectation that nobody can meet. And so here we are, right? So body image 101, yes, we can do that. We can talk about body image. It's a thing, but I, I actually don't want to do that. There's, there's plenty of people out there that talk about body image. So let's talk about it differently. So let's talk about self-love from the perspective of all of those things that we, all the pain we hold on to in ourselves, all the, all the things that we've decided aren't right about us because people around us told us they weren't good enough or they were wrong in some way. Let's talk about self-love that way. It's sort of a different take on things that I talk about all the time. Eventually I got to a place where I was miserable, miserable, miserable. And I believe that if I hadn't had the epiphany moment where I decided to actually work on myself, that I would probably be dead right now without that decision to move forward. That's how miserable I was. That's how far down the rabbit hole I had gone. I started from a place where I didn't love myself even a little bit. I started from a place where I thought the world didn't care either. And for me, healing then became just sort of survival. The goal was just to survive. It, it wasn't to do anything else than simply be alive the next day. The process for me started with sort of gathering all the bits. It became about sort of letting everybody off the hook, stopping the blame, shame, and guilt victimization stories, and just really letting the people around me off the hook gathering all the pieces up and saying, okay, what's left? What's left, right? It, it was like, I was like taking stock of all of these broken pieces of myself, right? And I'm going to use those words today because I was broken. I was in tiny little pieces. I was broken. And I absolutely needed fixing. At a soul level, yeah, I was whole. But my human self, my human self was broken. So I gathered up all my bits and pieces that were left. 
and I started taking stock of these little things. And I started unwinding some of the stories that I'd been telling myself for years. I was new to tarot at the time, and, and, and t this was when tarot became a big thing because I started using that to help me unwind the stories. I used that to begin to understand all of these bits and pieces of myself that had broken off over the years. Like a bumper car and one too many crack-ups, right? I really had to figure out what I was if I put all these pieces back together. Who was I going to be if I put all the pieces back on? What would, what would my car look like when I was done? And I really didn't know. Honestly, I didn't know. I didn't know what my life would be if I was living in some version of my truth because I didn't understand what my truth was. I didn't have those answers yet. I wasn't there. So I started from a place of survival. Self-love came later. Because slowly over time, as I began to heal a lot of those broken bits and pieces and put them back together, kind of crazy glue and duct tape, as I started to do that, I began to actually love the person that I was. And I had to do that in order to do the work on myself. I had to heal, to love myself. They went together. I couldn't do one without the other. The pain of the messages that I'd gotten for years and years and years and years had worn me down. They'd broken me down. And I needed to put all of that back together and take the power back from the outside world that told me I couldn't, shouldn't, wasn't supposed to, whatever. And maybe the self-love was buried underneath all the stuff, right? So if you go digging, what happens? Well, you find all the crap you buried and maybe one of those things was a little bit of self-love, right? And, and maybe you're saying to yourself, well, you had to love yourself enough to heal. Yes and no. Healing for me was survival. It was a means to an end. I wasn't healing to get on some, to do this. I wasn't healing to do this. I was just healing to survive. I had just goals and plans that I wanted to achieve. So there's that drive, that masculine fire energy back there pushing, but it was survival. If this is what I need to do to get that, then I'm going to go there, right? That's the masculine drive, right? 
if you're telling me I need to heal, if I want to figure out how to be able to correct the money stories and all the things, then okay, I'm going to do that. It, it was totally a means to an end. If somebody had come up to me back then and said, you need to love yourself to do this, I would have said that I'm done. I'm going home. Bye. I'll just go jump off a bridge. Because I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have loved myself enough to do that. Nor would I wanted have to do the work because I wouldn't have seen that as the means to an end. I wouldn't have seen that as the way to fix the things that I wanted to fix in my life. I see it now when I look back at the past seven, eight years, I can see it now. that ultimately that's what happened. As I started to put the pieces together, I worked on the idea of acceptance, the idea of accepting all of these broken little bits and pieces back, right? And I worked on sorting out what were my pieces and what were other people's pieces, right? I worked on sorting all of those things out. And as I did that, through the process of healing, the self-love came behind. It, it wasn't really a conscious goal. It was just something that kind of happened anyway. It was, it was a byproduct, a bonus. <laughs> it was an extra. Trying to convince yourself to love yourself would be really hard. That would be like trying to gain confidence sitting on the couch. I, I, I think that might be really hard to do. I think you're better off to put the pieces back together. And then simply be open to the idea that, hey, maybe I can love myself at some point if I put these pieces back together. Right? But we have to release these ideas of perfection. We have to re release the expectations and I've been able to do that. I've, I've released expectations. I, I accept all the bits that show up even now, right? I still have bits showing up all the time, right? It doesn't stop. That process doesn't really end. But I have to be able to be okay as I am, right? So I'm not looking to get every single piece back, right? Before I can love myself. I, I don't have that stuff. I don't have those expectations. I don't have those ideals in place. I, I don't do that. I simply accept where I am in the process. I've taught myself how to just be okay where I am. So by doing that, because I worked at acceptance, because I worked at being more present, because I worked at those kinds of concepts, it allows me to just be okay where I am without needing anything else. I don't look around me and see the hundred other broken bits I still have that I haven't dealt with yet because I'm not there and go, 
well, shit, I can't love myself yet because I'm not fully whole. I'm not all back together. I don't have I don't have all the ducks in a row. They're all drunk. I don't I don't have any of that. I don't play in that space. I don't do that to myself. And I don't project that outward. I don't I don't ask you to be perfect either. I offer you the idea of acceptance as well. And when I used to work with people one to one, I would offer them the same acceptance. You're okay as you are. And I haven't talked about self love a whole lot. Because it was kind of this thing, it was an incidental in the background. <laughs> I didn't consciously work on the idea of loving myself. It was something that just happened along the way. Maybe because I didn't have massive body issues. Maybe that was the thing. I didn't, I don't look at myself in the mirror and hate what I see, right? I, I don't, I don't do that. So, and I never have, right? So, so from that perspective, I'm not looking in the mirror with that stuff. I, d I don't do that, right? I've dealt with some age things in the last while, right? Getting older and gravity is kicking in and, you know, th things aren't what they used to be, right? <laughs> but, but generally, overall, other than, other than some age kind of going, what the hell, how did I get 47, right? But uh, other than that, I really haven't had any body issues to, to manage, right? So, so from that perspective, if, if you need to stand in the mirror and, 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 and get okay with yourself, then, then go do that. If, if that's part of your healing process, go do it, right? That, that's the journey. And there's nothing wrong with that journey if you need it, right? I can't talk about it because I don't actually need it. I don't, I don't need it. I don't do it. So, but I can talk about it this other way from this perspective of pain and what pain does to this idea of self-love. I didn't love myself enough to heal. I healed to survive and the love self-love came later. And maybe that's where you are. Maybe you just need to heal to survive and the self-love comes later. And that's okay. And if you're in a place where you can love yourself enough to heal, then do that. Do what works. Do what makes sense for you. Self-love for me was this idea of being okay in my own skin. Allowing myself to take up space. I've said before that I was like scared to be alive. I was scared to breathe, right? I was scared to have an opinion. I was scared to think. I was scared to do everything. And yesterday, all the messages that I got were around this idea of, of being confident and making choices and just doing and being okay in that, right? There's still some old pattern there where I question everything I do in relation to other people, right? There's, there's an old pattern back there. 
There's nothing really to heal. There's just a little pattern there that I have to nuke, right? Because I did the work. But the patterns are still showing up. Right? So it's just dealing with a pattern. Okay, it's a habit. Cool. I'll fix that. Right? I'll fix that. It's there. I'll, I'll deal with it. Right? So what happens these days is I get awareness, usually through my cards, but I get awareness of something, of a pattern or something, and then I just deal with it. And that's the process. And I, I, do, it, I do it quickly these days. I don't spend a lot of time in things because I don't, I don't have to. I don't spend a lot of time in things. I just simply work to heal. Right? I take those leaps. I make those jumps. I do the things. I don't spend a lot of time there anymore. I'm confident in my ability to handle it. But there was a time when I, I wouldn't have or couldn't. Right? So I guess it's it's kind of all of that to sort of to sort of say if you make your focus loving yourself, it's okay to do that if you can do that. <laughs> But if that part is keeping you stuck, it's keeping you stopped, then drop it. Drop it for a bit and focus on accepting and releasing expectations and focus on just sort of getting okay. Right? We don't have to go right to love. We can just be, be at okay. <laughs> okay is a good, a good stepping stone here in this process. Can you just be okay? And what, what would that even look like for you to be okay? Right? Sometimes self-love is too big of a jump. So we start from where we are. And if, if where we are is just simply, well, you know what? I have to not hate myself. Then let's go there. How do I not hate myself? What does that look like? Figure that out and then do the rest, right? So don't try to jump to something you can't get to. Start where you are. And be okay with where you are, right? So you don't argue with it. All right, you hate yourself. Cool. Don't argue with it. I hate myself. The end. Don't argue with it. Just stay there. I'm not supposed to hate myself. Well, that's the thought. Well, okay, yeah. You're, you're, that's right. You're not, but you do. So, okay, we're not going to argue with it. What are we going to do with it instead? We're going to look for a step that we can take towards feeling something other than hate. What's the first step in that direction for you? Where do you need to go? Right? And you can use the thing that screams the loudest to help you if you need to, right? I didn't actually focus on image or confidence. I didn't really actually focus on any of those things at all. What I actually did to heal was focused on the stories I was telling myself about everything. I was actually just unwinding stories and beliefs. That was how 
I started the process. I actually didn't focus on confidence directly. I didn't focus on self-love directly. I didn't focus on any of those things directly. So don't focus on hating yourself. Focus on the belief or the idea or whatever it is, the ideas you have in your head that have told you that you hate yourself. Focus on the story. Focus on the stories in the background. All the things that are attached to that self-hate that you hang on to. Focus on the stories and the beliefs and the ideas and the expectations. Release those. And then slowly you chip away at the hate. All the confidence. I haven't, I didn't start to work on confidence directly. It's only been in the last year. Right? I didn't start to work on a lot of these ideas until later. This concept of self-love just came up now, right? It was sort of a byproduct of some of, of all of the other stuff, all of the other work that I've already done. But it wasn't top of the list. And now most of it's just squiggly little patterns and crap that I have to fix, right? It's just little, little stuff I got to deal with. It's just nonsense now that I have to deal with. And it's not a big deal. Sometimes we make self-love this big thing. Well, okay, but deal with all the stories and the stuff that are keeping you from being able to have the big thing. Right? I'm all about fixing those stories first. Getting out of the behaviors and the patterns and the beliefs, the ideas, the expectations, releasing yourself from all of those things, looking for acceptance. You can't love it if you don't accept it. So acceptance is one of the steps. And if you hate yourself, you haven't found acceptance either yet, right? But first you got to climb out of the pool of hate. Before you can even think about getting in the pool of acceptance. Right? You can't you can't get there from there sometimes. So you have to find a way to navigate it that works. You have to figure out where the back roads are. You have to be willing to look for other options. So how else can you come at it? Beginning to break the stories and unwind the narrative that you've told yourself about your life and the things that happened in it, right? So I went back over my life from that point and I went backwards. And I unwound the narrative that I had in my head about the life that I'd already lived. I unwound the beliefs and the ideas that I'd been given that life was supposed to look a certain way. I began to unwind all of those things. I started to ask myself the question early on, who am I? Right? But I had to be able to deal with some pain and it became just a process of sort of uncovering that, but I needed a place to start. Who do I think I am from where I am right now and do this, right? So that turned into like tarot and psychic medium readings, right? Because that was who I thought I was, right? But in reality, it was just a stepping stone to a bigger thing, which was me freeing myself up to be a writer and show up in the world that way. 
And I've been at this for a while. That didn't happen overnight. That took time. In, in, in that process, I learned to love myself. Self-love for me wasn't the focus, which is why I haven't talked about it, because it hasn't been the focus. It was a byproduct of me doing the work on myself to put the bumper car back together so that I could be okay. And I've worked on these ideas of acceptance and releasing expectations and staying present, unwinding the stories, not overthinking, and that allows me to be okay. That's how I've worked on self-love. And if, you, if it's a thing that you struggle with, that is my suggestion for you. That is what I would suggest that you do. Work on unwinding the narrative that told you that you weren't lovable without actually focusing on trying to love yourself because that's a leap, at least for right now, you probably can't make. So make that goal a byproduct of healing the pain and feeling better in your life. And that will give you a path forward that you can then manage. All right, I'm going to stop it right there. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, don't forget to like, share and subscribe. It helps me out tremendously. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. I think Thursday is going to be another interview. I think, I think, I think. Stay tuned for that. If you like that, our last one with Randy, go check that one out if you haven't. Um, and yeah, I'll be back on Thursday. Have a good one, everybody. This has been uh, Della with Spirituality Unpacked. Have a great week, everybody, and I'll talk to you on Thursday. Bye for now. You have just been listening to Spirituality Unpacked with Della Ren. Subscribe to my podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and don't miss new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Talk to you then.